0: Riding down the Harland Highway. All right, hold tight on the Harland Highway Show. Harland Williams. That's fun. That's fun.
1: I knew you'd have fun right away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm having the time of my life, I think. I'm
1: having the time of your wife.
0: Yeah, Yeah. baby.
1: All right, hang on. Ready? I'm going to play the theme music. Ready? Yeah.
0: ready
1: yeah <laughs> oh yeah oh, 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 oh sweet mother of earth here he is <laughs> yeah here he is my little truck driver buddy
0: <laughs> yeah yeah. how you doing he,
1: when he's not hauling he's a uh, giggling this a giggler. Guy. look who's here you're at the Harlan <laughs> highway the only highway you want to be on and my special guest today yeah B.L. Bobby Lee. Hi, guy. Hi,
0: guy, guy. How are you? What's up, Ka? Ka? Canadian. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are you Canadian? No, but I love it. You you love it it. up there, the forests? (laughs) Because that show alone, have you watched that show alone? Yeah. Yeah, it's always up where you live, where you're from. Would you do it? Would you be alone? I would be alone, but I would probably only last like two days.
1: Hang on, you want to be alone right now? Hang on
0: yeah does it feel to be alone guys? oh i don't like it where's my oh, bow yeah. and arrow yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty and good arrow? yeah can i say
1: something about that show alone alone i love it um d- d- how what are your eating habits like like are you at one of these healthy eater guys no
0: i eat garbage
1: okay so here's the thing i yeah. go out with people they're always like you gotta have the the ye- <laughs> the yeast-free diet yeah you gotta have the gluten-free yeah don't eat fats don't eat this. Eat only be- be- berries and vegetables. Well, every year
0: there's something new, like caveman. There was remember caveman was a thing.
1: Yeah, it's all there's always a diet. But yeah. then when you watch this show alone, and just so people know what it is, they take ten regular folks.
0: They're not regular.
1: Well, they're 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 like can't, they're they have families and stuff. They're
0: insurrectionists.
1: Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. They power, have drop. <laughs> like power drop. They got power drops. A
0: word. No, they're but they're all like kind of like survivalists. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know what that word means. Yeah, they like they like they read the Turner Diaries. What's insurrectionists mean? Oh, I'm totally kidding. I'm calling. It,
1: I don't know what that means. The same
0: people that did January 6th. That was just a joke. I'm oh, just insurrection.
1: Kidding. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I have. I didn't. There was know
0: a Star it, Trek movie called Insurrection, but that's not what I meant by it.
1: Oh my god, I saw the sequel, uh, Cesarean section. <laughs> it was great. They cut right into space. Yeah. But anyway, so. What happens is they drop these ten folks in the middle of nowhere, and they got no food. They got to hunt and collect. Would they get
0: ten items?
1: They get ten items. They get a knife, a blanket. Right. A, one guy took his uh, teddy rucksack. I couldn't <laughs> that believe was crazy. it. Crazy. That was nuts. Yeah, he ate it. But, um, but here's where I'm going with the food thing. Go ahead. They all get a lot of them get removed because their their nutrition starts to fade. Yeah. And it's always the guy or girl who shoots a giant mammal who wins. Yes. Like three seasons ago a guy shot a moose. Yeah, his
0: name is Jordan, I think it was his name. Or yeah, yeah something he like shot that. Shot
1: a full blown
0: full moose. moose. Yeah, yeah.
1: This la- the Last year, the guy shot a muskox.
0: Yeah, that's right. I remember. A freaking muskox. Remember, he stabbed ox. it a couple times. I mean. yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah.
1: shot it, and it wasn't dead, and he stabbed it like 30 times with a knife. And then this season, uh, what's the thing? Alert? Spoiler alert? Spoiler alert, yeah. Um, and I don't know if your car has a spoiler or not, but but um, <laughs> th- this guy shot a deer. Yeah, that's and right. And I guess they, they all win. They all and win. And the people that eat the berries
0: and even the fish they it's, all they all lose they all lose i i think that um you're right and it's like they all you have to smoke so you catch the big guy yeah right like if there was a mammoth yeah oh. you and i oh we would fuck it first but you know it's you, woolly wait, vagina. They what have woolly, was that last part they would fuck it first they have woolly vaginas fuck a mammoth yeah they have woolly vaginas
1: dude there's a place just down the road here called the la brea tar pits yeah and I, know. I go i get up early and fish for mammoth down there you can see them <laughs> Dude, we yeah. should go one. Morning. We should go. We, you can fuck it, and then I can eat it. Yeah. Well, I
0: want to eat it too, but I fuck oh, it first. Okay. Yeah. That's what yeah. Call so seasoning. If, so you do. Well, you have to smoke it. So you slice all the stuff up. Yeah. You Make a little smoker. Yeah. Right. You turn everything into jerky. Yeah. Right. And then you kind of. But I would do a combination thing.
1: What do you mean? Like like I would surf forage. And turf?
0: No. <laughs> no, I would forage. It's not Applebee's, bro. You're, I, guy, you're, guy, you're guy.
1: alone. You're guy, alone, guy. Guy,
0: I know. But I would. For- <laughs> guy guy dude
1: it ain't applebee i know dog you can't get a rooty Tooty fresh and fruity when you're alone
0: i know but you can get mushrooms dog
1: oh yeah that's what okay that's what player. i was gonna say
0: player okay but... you can get nuts mushrooms sometimes it's cranberries right but they all lose i know but that would be a combo i would get forage
1: oh i see i would
0: forage, forage. fish get all Get it all,
1: yeah, and that's the guy who wins get, does gets that. it all, gets it all. But here's what where I'm going back to the diets that we have everyone you, says, Don't mm. eat cheeseburgers, don't eat fat, don't have bacon. And every one of these people on a loan, they go, I need fat, I need fat. Even when they catch a squirrel or a rabbit, they go, Yeah, it's meat, but there's they have fat. no fat, right? And so, one lady, uh, do you remember this? She actually killed a porcupine.
0: Uh, the insides were
1: she cut it open and the liver had worms or something and she goes I have to eat it because this porcupine has more fat than anything I've caught and she ate it and she was okay would you have eaten it I I don't know I, I would have boiled it
0: you boil porcupine?
1: Well, I would have because bo- if there's any bacteria or, or you know liver lumps or uh, whatever, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you, you're in survival mode. But but the point is, it's like what got these people through to the end? Fat. And all we hear about is fat-free this, fat. And when you watch it at being acted out in the real world, you you peel away all the emotion, all the fad diets, all the doctors. What it's, do we? It's fat. Fat.
0: Yeah. How much, <laughs> How much do you
1: weigh?
0: How much you weigh, bro? Let's
1: just say, Dad, he's uh, getting uh, a little hungry. We worked up uh, a 170, bit of it. 170. Are you cereal? Yeah, what do you weigh? Mm, I'm, you got you got that cannibalistic look in your eye. <laughs> you, I don't no. think you need to How know. How much you weigh, dog? I'm uh, I'm about 215.
0: Yeah. 250. That's good. You like that? For your size?
1: You like to party with that? Yeah, I
0: like to party with that. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. I could be in a bungalow with you one day, man.
1: A bungalow? Yeah, yeah,
0: Like going on vacation and staying in a bungalow with you, bro. <laughs> a bungalow? Yeah, 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 Describe a bungalow. <laughs> it's got walls, right? But it's like remote, right? It's kind of like a, it's a cabin, but it's kind of usually, you know what I mean, near near water.
1: I don't know if I pitch you as a camper, though. I mean, I've known you a long yeah, time. Yeah, bungalows are
0: different. They have like waitresses and stuff, cocktail waitresses. But do you camp and stuff? No, I don't camp. What, bungalow doesn't mean that I'm going to go to, f- to fucking... You know what I mean? Uh, Yosemite and no bungalow is like what I meant by bungalow. Wow. Was, you know, sometimes resorts have bungalows. <laughs> wow, dude, I, this
1: is called bungalow rage right
0: <laughs> now, dude. Yeah, dude, I think you and I in a bungalow, dude, just yeah. for the
1: day, dude. I think we'd kill each other. Look at the anger that's <laughs> happening right now. I know because you questioned me bro well you know a bungalow fucking uh, (laughs) schmunkalo, yeah my gungalow
0: yeah i would love to do that but you how long do you think you'd survive on alone
1: i'd do pretty good i'd do pretty good i'm in nature well i I used to be a a forest ranger up in canada back in the day (laughs) i I was there's no way yeah you were
0: a forest ranger i was and what'd you do out there
1: oh we did everything we did uh fish and wildlife we did. I was a canoe guide. I've wrestled a wild caribou to the ground. I've been charged by moose. I've been, I've lived in some pretty rem- remote places. Wow. R- I ran a bush camp of like thirty-five guys. Wow. I probably cut down with my hands, not chainsaw, but with an axe. I I've probably cut down freaking a thousand trees in my life.
0: Can you start a fire without flint? No. Well, then you die. Then.
1: Well, they give you a little. The that's, little not, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. You can yeah. do that though. I, I can do that but i i can't do the I, i've tried that it hurts yeah it it, it it hurts your arm when you do that trying to start the fire thing yeah but yeah i, I think i do okay on if a i load. was a
0: masseuse like you know those asian masseuses that yeah. drop out, right yeah and you know what they give you happy endings <laughs> i would that's you how-
1: mean like a nancy drew book <laughs>
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's and at the ending of a Nancy Drew book. It's so happy. Always, always it's happy. It's so happy. The mystery but, is solved. Yeah, yeah. So I come in and go. There's a mystery in here. Yeah, right. The let's mystery a, of the
1: sweaty I, mammoth. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And that's how I would. I think wow. uh, you know what I mean. You, because yeah. I don't want to do that. You know. Yeah. I would just yeah. do that you anyway. Wanna, let's
1: move on. Power pop. I want power pop it. You know what I mean? Wow. So, but uh, yeah, this alone <laughs> show. It's like I, I love it. It's
0: addictive. Yeah, but you know what? Also. Um, because right now the eighth season is on netflix but there's a ninth season on itunes come on yeah feel the noise girls rock <laughs> rock the boys. boys dude you know really
1: I mean? the, there's already another one out yeah, yeah
0: it's yeah there's only two more episodes that like in the next couple of weeks are going to come out but, but uh, in this one oh. spoiler
1: oh here we go oh it's
0: a, there was one kid who was getting food right everything was fine right two weeks in he's just like like what am i what am i doing this for yeah you know what i mean i'm 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 getting protein but i don't want to kill squirrels no more yeah i miss my girlfriend yeah and he was one of the youngest contestants ever you know yeah i think you need to be older to be on the show because it's mostly mental mental,
1: yeah 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 right could you survive the psychological part of it
0: no because the, the money's not big and big enough for me nice you know, I mean, honestly, a half like a million. That. Would you do it? A... I would probably do it for the experience. Yeah, but it's a lot of these guys, right? It's like Pico in this season. that, yeah. that guy from Portland.
1: Yeah, the the headbanger guy, the headbanger with yeah. the nose. Yeah. thing, yeah, yeah, right, right.
0: Yeah, he's so he needs the money so bad because he has twins coming We're on the way, and he wasn't getting a lot.
1: He got nothing. He, he got was nothing. living off. He was he was yeah. heavy. He, he was, was Samoan
0: fat. fat. I don't know what he is. is it's Samoan. I don't he know. What was he was something. He yeah. was fat. Yeah, yeah, and he. Was But the money is what drove him to that end. You know what I mean? Yeah. He had
1: twins on the way. On the
0: way. And so it's a lot lot of psychology. You know what I mean?
1: Could you survive just not talking to anybody and just...
0: I can't do it. I play Tetris on a tree i don't because you know, i have to always be doing something really yeah i'd probably i'd probably make my own tetris game or something
1: yeah some of these guys made like log cabins with pulley systems and some guys made boats and incredible you think oh that it,
0: boat guy yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah.
1: like you got it dude
0: and then they they check out they check out they can't do it yeah it's insane but you know what that t- goes to show you if there was a time machine harley yeah right and you and i were on a time machine and we went back into the frontier days we'd be dead at least for me i wouldn't You'd survive.
1: Yeah, I, I can I can rough it pretty good, man. And in fact, I I kind of like it. I like the rough. I like the survival mode thing. You do? I do. When yeah. I was in college, I used to kind of walk around and in my head, I'd I'd be preparing for like like the end of days. Like I, th- <laughs> I thought I thought I thought this is gonna be fun when I just get to roam around empty streets and walk into any old house and grab a rifle and grab some canned food and wow there was some i romanticized it yeah it's weird
0: yeah i think in a like if there was comedians right i was with a bunch of comedians i, I got to choose between comedians to do like if there's a zombie apocalypse yeah. I, what, I think you would be one of them i would pick to to wander the waste no way. no to to have a fort to defend oh yeah against yeah. a zombie whore, oh yeah i would need like what comedians would you beat, want
1: me for sure or for
0: yeah what who else okay it's you and i who else should we bring in there
1: uh Uh, Who else Um, God And we're talking about just
0: Survival survival. They have to be comedians
1: Yeah I'm trying to think I think Dane Cook Dane You know why Why He's aggro What's that mean?
0: He's just kind of an aggro guy. I think when he's because I played Warzone with him. Yeah. He gets really angry fast. Okay. So you know what I mean, so he'd be fucking like a bull. fucking yeah. shit, Lee. You know what I mean? Like he gets yeah. crazy, right? Okay. You just need a hothead to go out yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like we need somebody to go to the grocery store, yeah. right? And, and he would do it. I think. Yeah.
1: So he'd be like the Hulk.
0: He's our Hulk.
1: He's our Hulk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Dane Cook. Dane Cook. So, Great. So um, we need
0: ten. So we got those. Uh, we, we got three already.
1: Dane Cook. We right. got you. Yeah. We got me. Yeah. I'm the strategist, and I'm the stealth guy. What am I? And I'm... What am I? I see you as maybe being the pastry chef, <laughs> like in the kitchen with an it, apron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, making well, snacks. Well, I could chop olives. Yeah, you can make snacks yeah. for the gang.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'll do. You know what I mean?
1: No, well, what do you see yourself as? You you know yourself better than I do. What, I, who I
0: would, would dig be? holes. i the the hole digger, <laughs> for sure. Well, what for what purpose several purposes number one i need kimchi what's that kimchi is a korean dish and i need to ferment it and you you you, kimchi you you put it underground what how what is kimchi it's cabbage and with um you know you mean fermented cabbage
1: i'm holed up in a house we already got the stink of ten thousand dead corpses walking around and you're fermenting cabbage i need it thanks guy (laughs) i'll just go out and stand with the Hey, guy hey guy you don't know how
0: good it is guy
1: yeah, but we don't want to stink up the house with your rotten cabbage. <laughs> no, what is it's this? Outside. It's not Oktoberfest. It's, it's, it's
0: like... I, I, I'm guy. Gonna, uh, guy. Guy. I'm going to convince you, guy. Okay, uh, guy. Look at me right now, Rock dude. All right, guy. So during the bird flu at, at, at epidemic in Asia, Yeah. Right? Koreans ran out of kimchi. Do you know why? Why? Because Koreans weren't getting the bird flu frequently like Chinese people were because they were eating kimchi and it, there's pro- probiotics in the kimchi right so then the chinese realized that and they bought all the kimchi from korea and got it shipped over come on and they ran out of kimchi so i'm telling you right now if you want fucking probiotics bro during a zombie apocalypse i'm your guy
1: i just want a can of fucking beans or something bro. get beans
0: and a side of kimchi it's fine that, I, that's you also d- number one and number two we gotta fucking we gotta hide the poo that's why <laughs> we gotta hide the poo dude Right, so that's why I have the holes. You
1: do have to dig holes. Yeah, yeah. dig holes, yeah. hide the poo.
0: Right? <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> and then we could play a game. We could also play like like a game, like you know, what I mean where's your wallet? And I, I had it, I hid it somewhere. You know, what yeah. what I mean. There, yeah. There's different uses of holes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what would, uh, that's my job. So we have three people: me, <laughs> so you, and Dave. Yeah. We need some girls in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do they all have to be comedians though? Yeah.
0: Oh, man. this scenario. why you don't know any?
1: Well, maybe Sarah Silverman. Yeah, she's great. She's really funny and cute. Yeah, and, but what would she do though? She could do shows for us <laughs> tonight, like like stand up sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah, ladies and gentlemen, again tonight. Yeah, for the 900th and 70th night in a row. <laughs> yeah, here she is, Sarah, Sarah Silverman. Silverman. Yeah, and she could do a Ooh, set. Well I know,
0: Tig Notaro.
1: Tig Notaro. Yeah, we should. We gotta have her. You How come?
0: i don't know this for a fact yeah but she looks like she could put up the boards
1: oh hammer the boards on under the, the, on the windows on our house yeah she just house. seems like somebody that could do that so you said you're saying she's bored
0: yeah <laughs> she's bored
1: um yeah
0: yeah let's put some black people in there okay yeah who uh, who do you know
1: uh let's see
0: i would say either ian edwards
1: Ian, yeah, he's he's a thinker. He's a thinker. E- we e- need thinkers. Ian's like very. He, you can see the wheels turning on that guy. Yeah. So I'd say Ian Edwards. Yeah. And I'll tell you another one. Who?
0: Chris Spencer. Why? He's strong.
1: Chris Spencer is strong. Yeah. I think
0: he's no. You know who's a better Who? Owen.
1: Owen, yeah, yeah. The, he's he's super
0: the tall and yeah. strong.
1: Yeah, and yeah. The funny.
0: He's a funny guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, so we got... so how Fuck Chris Spencer. We got two blacks. We got Ian Edwards yeah. and Owen. Yeah. So that's how many... And we
1: got one girl. That's,
0: two girls. Tig. Oh,
1: yeah, Tig.
0: Yeah, so that's three, five, five, six, six. We need four more. Brad Williams. Brad? Yeah, we need a dwarf.
1: The little short guy?
0: To sneak into things.
1: Or we could use I him could as put him, bait.
0: That's true.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. Use him as bait. Use him as bait. He could sleep in the holes. <laughs> Could, not he, the pool. Not the pool one. Can, can you make kimchi like the way you make grapes? Like you stomp <laughs> on it. Could he? He could stomp.
0: <laughs> yeah. Could, he could stomp the cabbage. Oh, you want him to? You think he has little feet though? No.
1: Yeah, but perfect to get in a hole. Oh, that's
0: true. Little feet in the hole. Yeah. And he by can, the
1: way, Brad Williams is my brother, so we can joke about it. Williams. Don't worry Williams. about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. He's my brother. I, know. I gotta deal with <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah.
0: Don't. All right, I know. So that's seven. Seven. Yeah. Well, six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Is he, does he count as f- a full?
1: Yeah, he's, yeah. A, right. he's a fully. All right,
0: so seven then. Uh, and then three more. Three more. Yeah, we need an old guy. Like, you know, you know, everyone has like a sage or like, a, the, you know, the wise guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's got to be an older guy that we know. Oh, shoot. So uh. do you know Tom Driesen? Yeah. either tom drewison argus hamilton Mm. yeah or who else oh fraser smith isn't he a sagey kind of guy
1: what about letterman he's an older guy
0: that's better yeah i think Letterman. he's smart he's smart he's He's
1: got the beard he could tell a (laughs) story yeah 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 light a pipe yeah i like it be like the granddaddy granddaddy. comedian so that's eight eight
0: right And then we just need, like, um, two more. Who do we do?
1: I think we need a big guy, like a big, heavy guy. Why? Just in in case we need to block the door. Oh, right, right, right. Or do you ever see Raiders of the Lost Ark when that giant boulder's rolling after? Oh, yeah. So if we get, like, we get a bunch of zombies coming, we could, like, roll the fucking guy.
0: So I don't know any big guys, do you? Yeah. Well, how about this?
1: If Ralphie May was still with us, we could use him. Sweet, let's, sweet Ralphie.
0: Let's re. What we do is we're Frankenstein Ralphie. Yeah,
1: and he'd be into it because he. Well, oh, j- you know what? There's
0: zombies. This, this is where I come in. What? I find out where Ralphie. Check it out, dude.
1: Oh yeah, we could bring him back
0: because they're zombies.
1: They're zombies. Right.
0: So I think he's probably buried in Houston or Texas somewhere. Yeah. I'll make a truck.
1: You'll go get him. And I'll go
0: get him. I'll get him. I'll zombify them. Wow! And then I'll ride them back.
1: Ride them, roll them back. Yeah,
0: roll them back. Wow! Yeah, so that's good. We got. Well, we so got it. We got. Well, that's eight. Two more.
1: Two more. We got
0: a zombie Ralphie uh, May. Ah, yeah. Who else? Um. We need somebody that we can just spare to kill, if we need be. Cosby. <laughs> I
1: mean, he's got a coming. Yeah, right? he, he does have a got comment. It coming. Yeah, yeah.
0: But he's okay. old. How do we. Right. So yeah. It doesn't even it's matter. Like, it's like, you know, yeah.
1: people are mad at him. So it's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, cause, cause. Get out the there. Cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out there. Go out there and, you know. Yeah. Go, feed, go feed. get us a potato. Yeah.
0: Go. Okay, good. So Cause. Cause. Last guy then. Last guy.
1: Yeah. At the zombie house.
0: At the zombie house. Oh, God. Yeah. Who do we get?
1: <sighs> Is there any, like, religious comics?
0: Like someone that could. Oh, yeah, we need a fucking... We need a spiritual, a spiritual guy, advisor, like, right? Like a... Like a a christian guy. Yeah. Do you know any Christians as a comic? <laughs> Is that weird to think? We don't know nobody.
1: I, I don't know if I know any Christian
0: comic. Yeah, yeah do we know any that ones that's super religious? Um, uh, it could be a Jewish person that's super religious.
1: Yeah, or they don't even have to necessarily be super religious, but they have to be able spiritual. to... Be spiritual,
0: Someone that meditates. Yeah. I know who. Who? Russell Brand.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He does all the yoga. Yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Russell Brand.
1: Yeah. And we could use his hair to knit blankets. And <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toothpicks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's
0: Russell, great. So Russell, we have our clan now. We right? have our
1: zombie house. Yeah. We're no longer alone. I
0: love it. I love it. Comedians. Yeah. A week will last. We'll die. <laughs>
1: And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for a word from our sponsor. And guess who it is? It's BetterHelp, betterhelp betterhelp.com. Have you ever thought about what it takes to take care of your mind? Well, how well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? That's how our brains work. So why don't we treat them that way, like a car? How we care for our minds affects how we experience life. So it's obviously important to invest time and care into keeping the old noggin healthy, right? Now there are plenty of ways of to support a healthy brain, like learning a new language or taking power naps or listening to the Harland Highway podcast, but there's also better help online therapy. And, you know, a lot of people nowadays in today's wacky, busy, stressful world often turn to therapy to help them cope, to help them get that extra little support that they need. And this is where BetterHelp.com comes in. It's an online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Now you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours should you decide you want betterhelp.com. And listen to this, gang, all you Harland Highway podcasters, all of the listeners today get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Harland. Okay, so that's, that's uh, the little um, the little uh, bonus uh, thing there. It's it's BetterHelp dot com slash Harland. Okay, so when you go there, use the Harland code and you'll get ten percent off your first month. So there you go. Look after yourself at BetterHelp dot com. Do you think, do you find when you go out that people like always expect you to be funny? Like, do you, do you go to a party or you you meet people and they go? They just, have you ever heard someone just go be funny?
0: Yeah, I have a lot of people. Like yesterday, I was sitting at a restaurant and this kid came up to me and he from behind and he goes, "Hey, buddy, what's up?" Oh. And he said, "You know, he's that guy." Yeah, because he thinks that that's my energy or whatever, yeah, right. right? And I and I I go the opposite direction. So what'd you do? Punch him? No, I go. So whoa it's not who i am yeah but i had to kind of like tell him like this is not who i am constantly
1: you sort of psychologically like dimmed him down i
0: dimmed him down a little bit he's like oh my bad are you no i go no i'm cool i can talk you know i mean but it's like that energy is crazy
1: you didn't let him just play
0: well before when i was on the road um back in the day i would have people pick me up what do you mean like after a show like if i was like in El Paso or something. Yeah, some white dude would walk up to me and just kind of from behind and just pick me up. Like this guy's funny. Come yeah. On. yeah. Like I'm um, a trophy or something. Well, what like, would you do? And I would. I wouldn't say anything because I was just like, oh, they paid to see me, and <laughs> uh, you know. And also, you know, I mean, I don't want to. They get. To I'm not confrontational. Yeah. yeah, I'm not yeah. confrontational. But now I say, put me down.
1: Oh, so they still pick you up? Yeah, but now. How I'm, did they even get to the point of picking you up though? From behind oh yeah they, stick from they behind, sneak up from on from you. behind yeah, yeah yeah you're like prey
0: yeah yeah and i wow. have had like comics punch me and stuff and i just and i'd let them do it and then now i put boundaries up i go don't punch me again
1: yeah i had my buddy tom do you remember tom green had uh, testicular cancer yeah and he told me a story once he was doing a uh a gig and he went out afterwards to like uh you know a bar or something and some <laughs> some idiot as a joke goes hey tom you still have one ball and he punched him Right in the, in the, oh. in the, and Tom had to like, like sue the guy, man. It was like, it was crazy. Yeah. Like imagine having one left and, and someone punches it and you could lose it.
0: But do you think his one testicle is in pristine condition? Cause if I had one testicle left, yeah. I would manicure it. You I would, would polish shine it, it, polish it, shine it.
1: Probably rest it in a jar at night, like <laughs> vinegar. Yeah. 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 Do shit.
0: Yeah. Cause my sacks now are not, not fresh. They're not. They're extra wrinkly
1: really mm-hmm. do they stink i think so like what probably kimchi
0: yeah a little bit yeah yeah fermented my sacks are fermented yeah but if i had one sack i think i would be like be more it's like you know if you had one tooth i would probably make it really white
1: Wait, well, you said your sacks are fermented you only have one sack but two balls you don't have two sacks guy
0: i have two sacks you do no you have two s- oh it's only one
1: sack you have one sack two balls
0: Oh, that's right. I never even thought about that.
1: You you've done Your whole life.
0: <laughs> I always thought I had two you sacks.
1: thought there were two sacks hanging there. Yeah, yeah. You have Siamese sacks.
0: You're right. Wow. It's like. um,
1: So you thought you had four balls your whole life.
0: Yeah, like green beans, right? The They're peas in, in a pod. In a pod. There's only one pod. There's one pod. But there's plural peas. Right. Right. So I have two sacks. No, two. Two, sc-
1: two balls. Scrotums. Is that what they're called? What's a scrotum? I don't like that word. I don't know. I think <laughs> Why? I think it's. I think that's what it is. A scrotum. But we've never said it. Is that the first time you've ever really said it? Yeah. I know. I've, I don't ever say it. I've, I don't think I've ever said it.
0: Yeah. You call them what?
1: Like I'm in a, in a dressing room at the YMCA. I'm not going, hey, guy, great scrotum. <laughs> You're right. I'm like, hey, guy, great sack.
0: Yeah. Well, you wouldn't say it in a complimentary way. You Why would, not? As a doctor, you would say scrotum, like lift up, yeah, your, yeah, lift up, lift up your scrotum, please. Oh god! And then you're like, okay. <laughs> you wouldn't say lift, lift up your sacks, or sack. Sack. You wouldn't say that. But when you compliment somebody at a spa, you go, "Hey, nice sack, not scrotum." You're right. and like you, you're very intuitive.
1: Have you done that? What? <laughs> at a, at a, at a sauna? Have you complimented a guy? <laughs> no, but sack.
0: I ha- I've done this like because I bring comedians to um either Wee Spa or this other spa that I go to. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know they don't. Some of them are like really kind of paranoid about being naked. Yeah, and you're I, not. I love it. Yeah, and I will like once they get naked, I'll just purposely stare at their members to make them feel a little uncomfortable. Another
1: word I'd never <laughs> use: <laughs> what member?
0: Members. Yeah, it's three members, right? <laughs> There's, there's this, only one. No, there's a penis and the two sacks or the fucking... There's one the sacks. Oh, yeah, yeah. The penis and the two scrotums. Yeah. You know this what I mean? This is
1: starting to sound like a new kid's story. <laughs> <laughs> the penis and the two sacks <laughs> skipped across
0: the field to Mr. Klitz's house. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I mean, if I brought you to the spa, yeah. would you feel weird?
1: You know, I went to a boarding school when I was a kid mm. and I had to shower with like forty dudes at a time. Mm. So I've I've been exposed to nudity. I've seen every <sighs> shape, size of of manhood you can ever imagine. So yeah. I I don't think I'd be weirded out. It might be weird that we're buddies. Mm. It's it's different when you're in a change room and it's a stranger because there's no connection. Mm. But just be looking at each other as buddies might be a bit weird. Why? I don't you think know. I would judge you. I can do it with family like I've done it with my cousins and stuff and yeah, yeah no. But a buddy, I don't know, it's a bit weirder. I don't know why. So if
0: you and I were at we Spa down in Koreatown, yeah. which I would love to do with you one day, right? And and I Really? Yeah, and I looked at your stuff and I went nice scrotum, you'd be weird. <laughs>
1: I like it'd be weird, but it'd be
0: okay. Like, okay, it, good, good. I, good. I knew it would be I have malicious. No, I have no gay intentions.
1: Yeah, no, I know. Okay, good. It won't be malicious. Thank you. It won't be gay. Yeah. It would just be weird because it's something that I've, <laughs> you've ne- we've never done before.
0: Right, okay. Yeah.
1: Interesting.
0: I took Ian Edwards once. Yeah. And I go, you got to get naked. He goes, nah, dog. He goes, nah, right? Whoa. And so we get naked. I turn around and he finds basketball shorts. Where? On the ground? Yeah, I didn't know where he got them because I had gone to the spa a million times. I don't know where you get, but he found them. He might have stolen it out of somebody's locker, but he went into the steam room and the sauna with the basketball shorts. So
1: wait, just so I'm clear, you call up comedy buddies and just say, hey, you want to go down to the spa, my treat,
0: Yeah, right? Yeah. And then you go down. I don't call them.
1: And you get raw.
0: It's always after a show. I'm so at so the comedy store. You just
1: go, great set. You want to go steam off. Yeah. So you go, and some of these guys say yes.
0: Yeah, I've been there with Steve Byrne, Jay Davis, who went one time with me, Ian Edwards. So after a set, you yeah. just
1: go and like clam bake.
0: You <laughs> would clam bake. Yeah. And,
1: and you're naked there. And uh-huh. you just sit there in like the steam room or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What goes on?
0: Well, we're in the steam room and I'll look over and go, nice set tonight. He said, like, don't look at my junk. Oh God, that's not what I'm referring to stuff like that and then you know it's three in the morning and then you got you gotta go by and then you leave so, what's so funny so
1: there's a steam room open at three in the morning <laughs> yeah <laughs> why?
0: Why, why 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 you make it so weird I'm
1: I'm making it weird it's three in the morning you're in a steam room naked with your buddy mm-hmm. Why,
0: what? Well, because it's cultural. So, like kimchi, Is yeah, like kimchi? kimchi. Wow. Yeah, you know, it's like in my culture. You know what I mean? You go to steam rooms and stuff. Really? Yeah. My dad took me that to them to those when I was a kid.
1: Your dad did?
0: Yeah. My friend Peter Kim. So me and Peter Kim, another Korean guy. Do I know him? No, but he's a younger, very funny guy. Okay. Him and I. So his dad died. In a steam uh, steam room in Jersey back in the day, right? Okay. Because he used to go, you know, he had a heart attack in the, actually the the sauna, like the no the um, jacuzzi. Okay. At, at a stuff spa, and my dad used to take me to them. So him and I wrote a show, a, a sitcom about spas, Korean okay. spa. Yeah. And we sold it to NBC. It's there right now. So my point is, is that it's a cultural thing. <laughs> whoa, whoa, you fucking son of a bitch! You fucking you, you know what, dude? Let me say something right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> say it. let it out let me let it out
1: steam it out <laughs> what do you mean you know, to say what,
0: what i mean to say dude is is that it's not a weird thing you know and you're making it weird right now my guy my guy yeah
1: <laughs> it's just i find it a bit odd what guy you're over there powering out a comedy set yeah <laughs> it's like midnight yeah. You see your buddy in the hall. You, you grab a meal. You say, great set. Let's yeah. go steam off
0: together. Yeah, let's go. Because I go every night at, at anyway. You do? Yeah. I go every night. Alone. anyway. I went last night. Yeah, alone. You went alone. I go every night alone. At what time? Anywhere between 7 p.m. and 4 in the morning.
1: Why Why do you go every night? It relaxes you?
0: Because I like going into the cold plunge and then the steam room, and it, it gets my blood curdle, like. Yeah, it relaxes me. I like it. And it's also kind of like Cheers. You know the show Cheers? Yeah. Where you know the same people and you go, hi. You know who else goes every night pretty much? Polly, pa- I see them all the time. Polly, sure. I introduced him to the one on 6th and Ardmore, and he goes there every day. <laughs> it's called Hyundai.
1: So what time do you get home? And are you all pink? Like, are you all steamed? Like, what do you look like? Well, I,
0: I'm not steamed because what I end, I close with cold plunge. What's that? So I love
1: that band. What, what is it? <laughs> what, what is That
0: cold play, cold plunge.
1: You go in a hot, a cold hot tub or something or what? what is yeah, it? Yeah,
0: so every Korean spa has a cold plunge. It's a little pool. Yeah. And it's super cold. It's icy cold. So you go to the steam room, right? It gets your blood going. Super hot. Yeah, super hot. And what you do is can I just stand? Oh, yeah. yeah. So you sta- so what you do is this, all right? So the, you go to the hot one, yeah. right? And you go only waist high.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? So your upper body isn't isn't normal, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then you go to the cold one this way and it circulates your blood fast.
1: Wow. Right. And I I
0: believe and I don't know if this for a fact, but I've googled it, right? Yeah. Is is that, you know, there are some cultures that have spas and cold plunges in their into their, you know what I mean, um, routine, right? Yeah. And those people live longer.
1: Do you want to live to be really old?
0: I want to live longer than I am now. <laughs> like, I don't want to die right now. You
1: want to get to the end of this podcast? How old do you want to die? I always said I would die at 103. <laughs> yeah. You know why I say that? Why? Because to me, the brain is like a computer. Yeah. And I feel like the brain is receptive to the input you give it. And so, you know, they say the brain is the strongest thing we have. And so when you give the brain the power of suggestion, let's say I say to my brain, I want to live to 103. So it starts kind of modulating the body and releasing the chemical. And it's going, okay, I've got to slow everything down and program this body to be 103. 103
0: wow so you're kind of manifesting l- l- longevity because i think the brain has the power
1: to do that so i think if you start feeding it that then it need, it's like if let's say you were lost somewhere and you were starving and you say okay i can't die i gotta keep going i gotta keep going my body and, and you'll live like 30 35 days without eating but I, I think you can you can manipulate the brain to like sort of program it
0: can you program your life then
1: uh elements of it I yeah think. like if, yeah. like
0: do you believe in manifestation yeah you do yeah 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 so if you let, let go i imagine this thing i believe in this thing this thing is going to come true you believe that
1: i believe i'm not saying it works every time but i think you create energy and open portals to that happening i agree yeah
0: you know what that's what i'm going to start you know because i always say i'm going to die i always say to myself jokingly or on stage even i'm going to die alone and i'm going to die early i shouldn't do that
1: well, if it's just words, you're okay. If I
0: believe. But if you, I want to see what I believe, though.
1: What, what do you, when do you think you'll die? How old? Well, I'll
0: tell you what I want. Yeah. I want 90, 95.
1: Yeah, okay. Okay, that's what I then want. Then tell yourself that.
0: That's what I want. Because I just did that um, History of the World movie. Yeah. There's a new one.
1: Yeah, based it, on the Mel Brooks.
0: He, he did it. He yeah. did the new one that I did.
1: Oh, he, he did the new one? Yeah. Wow.
0: But I did it because I thought I was going to meet him. Yeah So when I showed up at set It was not him He wasn't there It was Nick Kroll And Ike Barinholtz And those guys Oh okay But they're like doing it But I go Where's Mel Brooks And they go Well he's Because of COVID But he's b- Bright and shiny And he's Involved on a daily basis wow. And he's 95 years old Wow You know what I mean And yeah. I'm like Oh That's crazy I want that Yeah Like I want to be able to like Still do shit at that age yeah. Imagine being at that age You've done everything yeah. in the business, yeah, and you're still doing it. I think you need. I think this is what I think. I think you need. You, you got to keep dreaming. You, gotta keep you, got, wanting, to. Wanting you got to keep wanting things. Got to. I think once you go, you know how sometimes, you know, a, 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 a couple will be married for eighty years, and then the wife will die, and then the the, the husband will die like two days. Yeah, later, yeah, yeah. Right? It happens a lot. It happens a lot, yeah. right? I think that for me, it's like if I meet a woman and we're eighty, and she dies, I have to think I want more pussy. You know what I mean? I think that's what it is. I can't go. Oh, I, I miss her, and I want to die too. Yeah, you know what I mean you can't do that. Yeah, you got to go, keep going. I, I'm going to go to that app. Our time. What's that? Our time is an app for um people that are over fifty. It's a it's a dating app. Really? It's called Our Time. Are you on it? Why? I'm I'm not going to do Our Time because it's like I I, I I I play young.
1: So you do Toys R Us time. <laughs>
0: No, in between in between wow in between bud
1: holy kimchi sauce yeah yeah yeah. oh here's look at this
0: what so it's it's a little test clam chowder
1: be funny for me and you like comedians they go oh just they think you can make anything funny look at this Be, be funny be funny on this yeah
0: all right can i see the thing what is it
1: clam chowder yeah
0: Clam chowder,
1: huh? Oh,
0: gee. Gee. Uh, chunky.
1: Just like your yeah. wife.
0: That's pretty good. But why chunky, you know? Yeah. Was there a point where it's like someone's Something. eating clam chowder and they're like, hey, guys, this ain't chunky? It's like uh-huh. your know. wife. <laughs> <laughs> your wife chunky, huh, she, Jim?
1: You're right? Jim. Creamy, like Creamy. your wife. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. what I mean. It's, people it's think hard. It's hard. Yeah. But people come up to you. Have you ever been in a situation where...
0: I, I imagine this is what Ralphie Mays come look like. Oh,
1: whoa, okay. God. <laughs> now yeah, I do like need to junk, get, Like Chunky. Yeah, I, yeah. I need to get to the sauna. <laughs> I, uh, I got to steam off after that comment.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my bad. God, yeah. my God. You could put the clam chowder away, man. I'm done with that segment. You know what I mean, dog?
1: I know, but it's hard, right? It's to really hard be to do. be funny. To, yeah. I used to uh, be...
0: You have. An, you have another one?
1: No, I used to hang out with Norm McDonald a lot. Me and Norm I him. were really close. God, I loved him. And um, we used to go play tennis. And after we played tennis, we'd go into like the 7 Eleven. And we'd always do this thing where we go, okay, we're going to go in together. And each of us has <laughs> to point at one item and make a joke about it. And it was really hard. It's like, so hard. like, 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 People think making jokes as a comedian is, is easy, but it's not. But I'll, I'll never forget, Norm did this. It's the only one I remember. But I pointed to, you remember those things, animal crackers? Yeah. And I pointed to the animal crackers, and Norm just goes, ah, ah that, that horse cock didn't taste very good. <laughs> <laughs> so there you like, go.
0: Yeah, it, like Saturday night, I, I, I went to the Bray Improv, because they had a fallout. And I go, I'll do a show there. And I did a that's new, a long drive i did a new joke night there i did two shows you did okay right yeah you know and they were sold out and so it was fun but i put a bunch of young comics before me like yeah. six of them yeah 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 I, well i wasn't gonna do a long time i was just only gonna do 20
1: 20 okay. right but they
0: were killing it right yeah and when i went up there it, at first it was like ah, yeah. i brought a notebook okay
1: right? you were gonna do new material with some okay right
0: and as soon as the third one came out, the joke came out, new joke, Yeah, I didn't know the wording, right? Oh, shit. And I, 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 immediately, I lost the crowd. You could just tell that they're like, oh, that doesn't oh. make any sense, right? Then I said the part that was supposed to be funny, yeah. right? And I completely lost them. And then the electricity of the fucking club went out.
1: Oh, perfect.
0: No, that's not perfect. No, Nightmare.
1: It sounds like you your joke tanked, and before you could... Be held responsible. Everything went
0: black. <laughs> no, it tanked first, right? It then tanked I first. then I moved into another job, oh, go into another and one, and then the lecture And then oh. I was standing there with no mic. Oh damn! And going, oh, I don't know what what's going on. Yeah. It took me like two minutes. Then it came back it on, and I tried off. to get back into the act. You, it was terrible. Are, I, yeah. I was sweating. But comedy, man, people stand up sometimes. I mean, we at the store and yeah. the improv, we do many shows there. It's yeah. fun because it's like you're with your pals. It doesn't really matter. But when you're on the road, yeah. it, it gets hard.
1: I did it once in Vegas and the alarm went off, the fire alarm, right wow. in the middle of my act. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. And what happened? I just started mimicking the sound. So I, I had the mic and I it was like going whoop, whoop. And I was just going whoop, whoop, whoop. And I for did how long? For, I did it for like two minutes, and then I, <laughs> and then I just got off because they couldn't fix it. So I, you just I, got off stage. I got to finish my act early. Yeah.
0: Were you bummed or were you happy?
1: No, it's kind of fun. I, I like when weird, unexpected stuff happens. At the Brea Improv, I was there last year, and on a Saturday night, sold out. A uh, a guy walked up on stage, like a six foot three guy in military shit. Oh my god! Just climbed up the front of the stage. Twenty minutes into my act, and bigger than me, and I'm a tall guy, and I was like, "Dude, what's going on?" And he's like, "I just want to say, Mr. Williams, uh, you're a real funny guy, and thanks for what you do." That's it. And I didn't, I didn't know what to do. Like, Did they kick he, him out? No, he went no security, nothing. And so I just, I, I was like on my own up there. And I go, I go, well, thanks, dude. And then I thought, how do I get rid of this guy? I said, You want to do some jokes? And I tried to hand him the mic. And most people are terrified of public speaking. Yeah, you thought and that he,
0: that was gonna be the thing. And
1: it worked. He goes, Oh no, I better get out. And he, he walked off stage. Wow. But in this day and age, man, when you don't know what people are up to like shootings and stuff. And this guy had military shit on. I was like...
0: Oh, my God. But I'd be so petrified.
1: But see, that goes back to the zombie thing because I was, for whatever reason, I don't know, I'm not trying to sound like a tough guy, I was just totally composed. I just stood there and I... And I, I swear to God, I curled this fist up over here. I switched mics. This is my punching hand. Mm. And I just slowly drifted back from a bit put the, and, and just had this hand like ready to either swing... Or put up a block. Like my mind was
0: going. Wow. What's his
1: next step? But I, I didn't panic. I was just like, and then I, and then I just kind of controlled it. And oh, it I wish
0: I was like that. It was weird. But, I'm not like that. But that's what I mean. If we yeah. get in that
1: zombie house, that's yeah. kind of my kind of vibe that I
0: would. But bring. were you were you quiet because you're in? It was traumatic because sometimes it would, like if something traumatic happens with me, yeah. I do I slow down and I'm just in this like fight or flight response. Yeah. And I just don't know what to do. I'm like, you know what I mean?
1: No. I I was in full stand your ground, control the situation mode. Whoa. There was no fight or flight. There was fight. I had my arm ready if he came. But there was no like, I wasn't wasn't
0: scared at all. It's funny because based on your comedy, right, you would not seem like, it doesn't seem like you would be like that. But I think knowing you as a person off stage, you are like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that you know, because um, yeah, on the stage you're so silly and so lighthearted. Yeah, right. But it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But once I got to know you off stage, I'm like, there is, you know, a nature guy in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, there is you're, a nature. You're guy. a nature guy, man. Yeah, yeah. And you're also very like, um, like the last time you did my podcast. Um, you know, we don't have to get into it, but I'm just saying, you you gave me some insight about love. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I thought to myself, wow, I... Yeah, I mean, Harland is a romantic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are a romantic, man. I,
1: uh, I actually wrote you a poem about that, about love. We did talk about love last time.
0: You wrote a poem about love?
1: I wrote a poem about your love. Oh, I did. You did? I wrote a poem about, you know, I took away from, from when I talked to you and Kalila about the pain... Uh and the emotion and everything you were dealing with. And I processed a lot of it, and I thought about it, because I've been through it. We've all been through it. Mm. And it's kind of, it's hard, it's heavy, but I feel like it's there, everything happens for a reason. So I wrote a poem about it for you. I can read it to you, or I cannot read it to you. It's up to you. May hear it. You want to hear it? All right. Get it out, ladies and gentlemen. My poem for Bobby.
0: Oh, my God, you did.
1: Yeah. I've been thinking about you and your pain. tough.
0: (laughs) I know, but... It's tough stuff. Can I just say something? Please. Before you even begin.
1: If you want me to begin, even. I
0: do want you to begin. It's up to you. I do want you to, but um, I want to say that um, there's a duality going on here with me. Speak. I will. Is because I know you because when I look at your face, you know what I mean? How skinny it is. It's a little pointy. It's it's sort of like a raccoon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like a hairless raccoon. Yeah, yeah. Bald. Bald. bald, yeah raccoon. Yeah.
0: You look like a scavenger to me. Just like a raccoon. That's why I'll be good at the zombie. But when I when you're on stage and stuff, and because you're so silly and you know, because I also know you from the movies that you've done, right? sure right and then like this other side of harland right this romantic this heartfelt guy who also what made me open my eyes to you was you know you've lived a life like outside of comedy yeah you i yeah, mean true. you've worked you've done different things even today when you talked about you were a forest ranger or whatever you were saying like i did not know that about you mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you've lived a life yeah you know? and so there's just different aspects you know um can I just tell you before you read the poem? Sure,
1: if you want me I to. I want you t-
0: I fucking want you to, man. Okay. No, you know what? Read the poem because the thing I want to- No, you go. I, don- I don't think you- All right. I- I- but it has nothing to do with the fucking Good. romance. <laughs> go, guy. Okay. Right. So I don't know if you know this, but a couple of weeks ago, we did the main room at the comedy store. And you crushed, I thought. Me yeah. and you? Yeah. Okay. Right. Because
1: we do it a lot. We do it a lot. Okay. Yeah. So a
0: couple weeks, it was a Friday. It was like three weeks ago, maybe. Okay. Right. I never told you this. Okay. And I got in a fight with an audience member outside of the club because of a joke that you told. Really? Yeah. Like a physical fist fight? No, I was kind of screaming at her like, what the fuck? Shut the fuck up. Like, like, Whoa, yeah, 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 really? that, yeah, yeah. So you did a joke about the hole in the oh yeah the the dolphin. yeah it killed yeah and he threw the fish up yeah Yeah, and all that it's such a fucking funny joke right right but you don't know this but a group of girl ladies five women walked out of the club when you told that joke they did yeah whoa and i followed them out because i love when that happens because i want to i like i like going on into confrontation with sensitive audience members right and yell at them you know what i mean yeah so i'm like why'd you guys walk out like that was too far Whoa. And I go, what was? He goes, my dad had throat cancer. Whoa. Right? I go, I know, but it's just a fucking joke. And he wasn't talking about your dad's throat, yeah, throat cancer. Yeah, and this, And I, I was like very, being very like, uh, aggressive almost. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, okay. And they're like, well, we came to see you. I go, don't even come in. Whoa, really? Don't watch me. I go, don't watch me. Wow. You know what I mean? Because I, I felt like I was defending you or whatever. Thanks, Yeah, buddy. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it drove me crazy. Wow. I hate sensitive people.
1: Well, you know, it, it's interesting because I think what maybe that person missed if, you know, if, if, if we don't do a joke about a tracheotomy, then we can't do a joke about a car crash. We can't do a joke about a dead dog. We, yeah. can't, we have to be able to talk about everything. Yeah. And as you said, they have to know that it's not at, about their father or their dog or their car accident. As humans, we have to laugh at everything. And, yeah. and I think what they're missing is sometimes if you take a tragedy and someone laughs, makes jokes about it, it helps you process it. We're not doing it to be vindictive or malicious. Or
0: mean even. Or
1: even mean. It's, it's to take something that's really hard and hurtful and maybe make a crack in it and lighten it up and and make you go, okay, whoa, you know, and even, maybe even put a slight smile on your face.
0: Yeah, I had a girl come up to me after a show and she goes, I don't have a dark purple vagina. An Asian girl said that. Oh. And I go, because I do a joke about how Asian women have dark purple vaginas. Like jellyfish? Yeah. And it was just a joke, right? Yeah. She, she was adamant about it. She hunted me down. She goes, I don't have one. It's normal. I, go, I was just kidding. It was just a joke.
1: You mean what? You, did, you didn't say prove it?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's, I should have done that. (laughs) Yeah. But then you're getting into like weird, yeah, weird territory there. She got
1: mad about that.
0: Yeah. People get mad about a variety of things. It's like, it's like, I'm just, you know, here's the thing I just write down what makes me chuckle in my car and I say it. Yeah. And if 90, 80% of the people in the audience, 70% like it, I keep it. You know what I mean? But there's always that little percentage of people that take it literally or. Like you know,
1: when I told you, you only have one sack, and you got a little animated. Guy, I got a little animated you got because testy.
0: Well, the reason why is because I thought because I, you know it's like something that I thought. Did you it,
1: hear what I said? Testy. You got testy. Read the poem. <laughs> Read the poem. Are you sure? Yeah. I got to put my glasses on. Okay. Where are they? Where the hell are my glasses, guy? Oh, my God. Try to read them
0: without the glasses. See what happens.
1: I can't. I can't see without the glasses. Where are my glasses? Let me go grab my glasses. Are right. these it? Oh, there they are. Good eye. See, I how weird. I can't even see my glasses.
0: So you, you, Let me ask you something before you yes. begin.
1: And if you want me you, to you stop. You wear contacts?
0: Can't. No. Why?
1: Because I am freak out about touching my eyes. Like, I, I, I can't put my finger near my eye. It flips me out. I get squeamish.
0: Let me ask you this then: When you're go driving ahead. around, you don't need glasses, or do you? No, know?
1: it's only for stuff up close, like poems.
0: Oh, so you have a uh, short-term
1: memory loss? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How Dare you? So go ahead. So this is um, this is my takeaway from my conversation with you and Kalila.
0: Is this a comedy or is this real? Because I, I have to. All right, well, so I have to adjust my heart. And, and my mind And yeah. to be in the same um, rhythm And level
1: Yeah this is like Okay let's go the feelings I got from Your relationship And you breaking up And all that stuff Okay In the dark and lonely night A whisper called my name A million miles away It filled my heart with pain I knew the voice so well like a river of endless dreams. It drifted through the stars above and made its way to me. Burdened with lost promises, confusion and cruel lies, I crumpled to my knees as inside something died. As tears slid down my face, long shadows crawled the walls. Why had time abandoned us when we thought we had it all? And as the whisper trailed away, like a phantom through a crack, time could not take her all from me, though she was never coming back. I could still see her sparkling eyes shining in the moonlight mist. I could feel the loving softness of her every velvet kiss. Why are souls brought together, if never to survive? Because in their brief existence, They make us feel alive. And love is never wasted. It's stronger than life itself. You carry it forever. Keep it on your heart shelf. Then, as the night went quiet, the whisper come and gone. I knew that she was calling me to say nothing was wrong. That what we had and who we are was perfectly meant to be that forevermore I'm a piece of you, and you a piece of me. And so I stood and smiled, a light burned in my heart. Her whisper was the ending, but was also a new start. This was her final offering, as the night turned into day. I knew the love that we had and shared will never go away.
0: good and sad but beautiful and true
1: well i wanted to write something to you that was what i took from you and her but was also my experience with love and i think everybody's but also at the end hope
0: light yeah what i gathered from that is in, in, in a gist is um that the last 10 years it wasn't meaningless you know what i mean yeah right it was there were um memories and things that i'll always carry with me always yeah yeah and the love will always be there you know what i mean always yeah and um it's weird yeah it's beyond um just this you know this the title of just a relationship ended. You know, I mean, there's so much more. There's so many different layers and new, you know, things. And I'll always love her, and I'll always treasure what we have. And um, and also, maybe there's room for a different kind of love from, yeah. from somebody else. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you know?
1: Oh yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. How do you know? Because I, I think I told you once before. You, you don't have a choice. That's right L- love love comes at you like uh like a tsunami you th- you think you can control it, you think you can put up a barricade, you think you can get the Doppler weather head start on it, but when love rolls over you it's that's the beauty of love. you can't stop it
0: yeah but I know a guy who's um can't get love at all he's never had love, you know what I mean yeah, because he's ugly <laughs> no. This dude is ugly, dude. <laughs> and he's like never had sex. He hasn't had ugly love? No, he can't what? even get ugly love, dude. Wow. He's ugly. So what I'm saying is is that for that guy, it doesn't work. Not yet. How old is he? Almost 60. He's done. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm saying I've known in my life, like older incels, you know, yeah. dudes that just, you know, what I mean, they're just on the computer all day. Oh, yeah. They're, you know what I mean? They kind of live at their p- parents' garage.
1: But see, that's that's exactly why you need to let love in because not everybody gets it. I have I have a friend who's probably I think he just turned fifty, yeah, and said I've never been in love, and I'm going holy God! Like it's it's really probably the best feeling in life.
0: It is, but is it artificial? Because can, can, can let me just ask yeah. you some questions, okay? Yeah,
1: let me put the poem. Because when you
0: first meet somebody, right? Yeah. Like when I met Kalila, and I still love her very much, obviously. Yeah. but it's like you know when I. You know, it changed. Like the first two or three years, it's almost like you're in a pink cloud. Right? Oh yeah, it's that. It's like everything. Everything. Yeah. You know what I mean.
1: You could eat their saliva off a Ritz cracker. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, you would stare at them late at night and go, "Look at how beautiful!" And every little thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is either funny or the greatest thing, and then it just kind of those things over the years die. You know what I mean, or they disappear, or they're not as frequent, and then problems arise. And yeah, they, you know what I mean, and friction, and and you know. So what I'm saying is, is that that first couple of years, and it's been like that. I've been obviously I'm 50 years old, so yeah, I've been here before. yeah, yeah I've yeah. been in them before. Yeah. They're all they start off strong.
1: Yeah, right. Always. They
0: start off like you know, like you know, a dream almost. Yeah, right. And yeah. then reality hits, and it changes. You know what I mean. Yeah. So what my point is, and I know, dudes. That are still together because of their kids. Yeah. Right? So yeah, as soon as my you know, youngest kid graduates from high school, I'm, I'm out, of out of this here. thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like you see a lot of those um, relationships as well. So I'm just wondering, you know, I this is what my hope is. And I, I have yet to meet anybody that's like this. Okay. But I would love to meet somebody that goes, you know, you know, the first feeling that I had that first couple of years, it's always been like that. You yeah. know what I mean? For the last 30 years.
1: Well, you know what I think it is? You, you, It sounds a little hokey, but I think you have to nurture it. And what the problem is, is you have that initial feeling. You know what it took to create that. You knew how to treat each other. And you slowly let that bubble crack. And the treatment starts to change. And the taking each other for granted starts to change. And... Sometimes the words start to change, and it, it, I don't know. It, it's but
0: the but a lot of it, Har- Harlan, yeah. you know, is the mystery of it all. Right? Yeah, that's big, right? Yeah. It's big, right? Yeah. And once the mystery is revealed, once you solve it, yeah. right, yeah, it then reality hits, right, and you're left with a human being, which is great. Yeah. But my point is, is that for me as a comedian, and this is something that I've been kind of struggling with, is because. I'll also, I've, I've had problems with drug addiction and other, you know, things. You, you know? know what's
1: funny? I never knew that the whole time I've known you. I think I saw that on a podcast like a few weeks ago. I didn't know about all your history with that.
0: Yeah, because I, I had been sober most for most of it. Okay, I had good. 17 years of sobriety, good, so in good. that in that chunk, you know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. you didn't, it's something I, I don't talk about. Yeah, but, I didn't know about it. But I just had one six months ago. Realized, my point is is though. And because I do stand up, right, which is, and I, you know, you know, you do scary things, right, to hit those dopamine. Yeah, and yeah. when you crush on stage, yeah, it hits, you know, things in your brain that like, that it, much like a drug yeah. does, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I use relationships in that way, too. It's like, it hits mm, these dopamine things. Yeah. And then eventually what happens is the drug stops working, right? So for me, it's like, I have to like... Maybe the next time I go into a relationship to look at it for what it is before, you know, buying into the whole dream mystery, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, a lot of it has to do, and I want to be crude, but it's like, you know, maybe a certain percentage of it is like, well, I want to have sex with this person. Yeah. Right? So, like, you know what I mean? That excitement. Yeah, yeah. Like, when is it going to happen? Oh, my God, it's happening. You know what I mean? All that stuff. And then once you get... She opens herself up to you and you do it two, three thousand times. Yeah. You're just kind of like, uh, right. It's all right. You know what I mean? And it's like that, you know what I mean? So there's like a lot of elements to it that like I can't.
1: Yeah. You understand? The the human spirit is very restless. It's, it's, it's very, and that's why the divorce rate is probably over 50%, and that's why people cheat all the time, and that's why it's so tough to be a human.
0: So it, does true love really exist is one of my questions to you is.
1: I think true love really exists, but I don't know if it can manifest in that kind of fantasy land where everyone's skipping and holding hands for their whole journey. I see. Um, you know, my parents were very much in love, but it started off probably as romantic and ended up as a very deep rooted kind of, they loved each other through religion and, and because they were, you know, unified under God versus, Hey, I can't wait home to come through the, can't wait to get home, come through the door and kiss your face, you know? It, right. It, so everything, yeah, everything fades. And so you sound like you might be one of these people that might need, a like a new relationship every few years
0: to yeah but i don't see for me it's those like, are tough i did that yeah. before Kalila. like Kalila was the first one i did 10 years with right wow right before they were always two two and a half years and they were done right yeah and it's like i don't like i want to believe that I've, i'm going to meet somebody and go Oh, this is my life, person. You yeah, know I mean? and I thought Kalila was that, and she's in many ways still is my life person. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to know her for the rest of my life, and I'm also for most of my relationships, a lot of them, I still know the people and I hang out with them. Yeah, like Sarah, my one of my previous girlfriends, has done my podcast with Kalila. Yeah, yeah. Kalila and her are very good friends, yeah. and I still see Sarah all the time. You know, and so, um, so I don't. Know, it just, I don't know. I mean, you're alone, right?
1: yeah i'm not with anyone yeah right so my
0: point is that you and i are the same age range we both have the same occupation yeah right and um i'm just i want to ask for both of us maybe you as well is that do you think she's out there for us
1: yeah i always believe that that she is and and you just hope that the, the planets align and it happens i've i've also accepted it might not but I always remain optimistic that it will. Because I think if you don't keep hope alive and you dream and you, as you said earlier, you manifest, I, I think you do end up like that guy just sitting in front of your computer and life passes you by. So, yeah, um, yeah. I would hope there someone's out there for both of us and all of us, you know, and that's kind of the way life works, but you just don't know when, when and where. And that's sort of the fun of it too. You yeah, know?
0: But we, you and I are a specific breed. I think stand-ups, obviously we're n- normal human beings, but I just think that there are reasons why we do what we do. Yeah, I don't See, know I about don't you. Know. I, don't,
1: I, don't, I, don't I don't buy into that.
0: Oh, you don't? No. Oh, I, I, don't, love I don't like that. You I, don't like it? I hate that. You hate it? Yeah. You don't like it you, hate it? you hate it?
1: I don't like categorizing people. I love it. Because I think of you as such an individual, and even though you do comedy the same way, 200 other guys do i never think of you as a comedian i just think of you as an individual i don't like i don't like clumping people together but there is
0: but there is it's it's like the it's like in a like i'm in 12 step groups that's what i I do okay i'm in 12 step groups right okay and i've been in them since i was 17 years old okay right so it's like and my relationship with people that are in my 12 step groups you know what i mean Yeah. some of them are lawyers some of them are plumbers they have different variety of life women men right and they have these this deep connection and i think the through line is you know what i mean alcoholism and drug addiction we, yeah, yeah. we relate to it on that level that therefore we have a stronger bond i believe th- th- that's the same with comedians as well that we have a specific bond cuz we do a specific thing and people don't understand, you know what I mean, what it takes. Because it's it's not something that you go, you go oh, I want to be a comedian. And all of a sudden, you're on The Tonight Show. No, yeah, it takes yeah. years, you know what yeah. I mean, of dedication and a lot of pain.
1: Yeah, it takes getting beyond this. Yes. It's, it's not easy to write It's a not joke. easy. Yeah. Right?
0: It's not easy, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, like Saturday night when I told you I did the Bray Improv, I, yeah. I, I had five comedians that were younger. I always use young, fresh people, right? Yeah. And I was in there with um, maybe two or three girls, and they were in the green room with me. And I realized that we all come from abusive dads. Whoa. Right? Interesting. And trauma in that way, right? And we we started talking about our dads and all the things that they did, the abandonment, the f- physical violence, you know what I mean? The verbal, you know what I mean? You right? were physically abused? Oh, yeah. So when you, you know what I mean? When I bonded with them, to me, that's why... Maybe, I know a lot of comics like Sebastian Montescalco, maybe you. Um, there's a lot of them that didn't have, that pretty nice childhood. Yeah, I had a great one. Right. Yeah. But, but a lot of times, I think for the most part even, the ones that I hang out with have the similar background. Huh. You know what I mean? So that's why I say it. I think you're an anomaly, actually. Huh. I do. I think why? you're an anomaly.
1: Why is your mouth going down like that, is it? You're
0: having a, a stroll <laughs> no no i, you no, I think just, you're having an anomaly no i do this because i go i i think i'm right so i do this
1: yeah yeah that well you're not insulting me okay i did have a good upbringing yeah yeah and uh and i did you know every family has their issues and whatnot but yeah
0: um, i think there are um i can al madrigal you um but there are most for the most part there was something that happened you know yeah, what I mean? right. Something that sparked it, some sort of traumatic thing or something, or a need that was never there. You know what yeah. I mean? That we're looking for through an audience or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it is a weird thing to go up on stage. I don't know if you think this, but sometimes I'm on stage and I go, and I'm doing well. And the, like eight, nine minutes in, I think to myself, what? what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. It's weird. I mean, I'm just... You know, what I mean, you ever think about that? You're on stage There's hundreds and hundreds yeah. of people watching. that. you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're just, you know, you're just going, looking around, going, "Why do I need this? Well, yeah. What is this?"
1: And sometimes you have those thoughts while you're while you're performing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're, you're speaking the joke, and your brain's thinking something else. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Very, it's yeah, it's every very bizarre. Now and then that
0: happens. Yeah, yeah. It's very bizarre. Sometimes you're in it and you don't think about it, but a lot of times, like I, I question, like, why do I need this in my life? Yeah. Because if I don't do it, I'll be depressed, I think. Like, imagine if they said, like, I'm a doctor, Mr. Williams. Yeah. You have a throat thing, and you can't really do stand-up anymore. Would that depress you?
1: Oh, yeah. It'd be crushing.
0: It'd be life-altering almost. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. So there is a need for it.
1: There's a need. What does it give you? But it's also something you decided to do early on and it it creates an energy and it creates an excitement for you that you probably didn't want an ordinary life where you knew it was coming. You like unpredictability because stand up no matter how good you get, you can bomb on any given night. So it's very unpredictable and you probably didn't want to be a guy that woke up every day and went, oh, I'm going to the office from nine to five. I'm going to have a life that can can go in it, all yeah these.
0: i i like i you know what show business is right it's a lot of pain and a lot of rejection yeah but, I, but you get little lottery wins yeah, yeah yeah right yeah like you won right yeah. so like years will go by and nothing will happen yeah You know what i mean at least for me you know nothing will happen i think
1: for most people yeah, yeah you don't
0: get anything good no good yeah, calls you know yeah. what I mean? and then every once well someone will call you yeah you this show or this movie, or this is happening, right? Yeah. And you go, really? Well, that's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it gives you, it re-sparks some, some dream that you have yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You get these mini, sometimes you'll bomb, it's terrible, but sometimes you'll have a magical set where you go, I just won a little lottery. That, that was just amazing. You know what I mean, that feeling.
1: Now there's another feeling I get sometimes too, which can be on the negative side. Which is what? Is sometimes I go, is the devil... Just leading me along enough so that he takes control of my path. Are they lottery wins? Or is the devil planting (laughs) little nuggets to keep me going down this road? The wrong road. Maybe. You really think so? Sometimes... Is that a joke or no? No, sometimes, you know, you always look at the yin and the yang. So sometimes I think, oh, did I just get this thing because now I'm going... Wait, wait,
0: wait. What you're saying... Okay, so what you're saying is this, right? That maybe you and I could have been helping more in the world by doing something else. And the the devil was like, no, come here.
1: The devil, here's another girl. Here's another gig. Here's another thing thing of money. Here's another thing. But then I reverse engineer that back, and I go, what am I doing? I made this person laugh. I filled them up with joy. I created this show that blah, blah, blah. Maybe I only did go out with a girl this long, but maybe I helped her get over this. She helped me with that. So you can always look at it at both sides, but sometimes I, I look at, you know,
0: I've never thought of it that way, but I think there are times where maybe I do think that because there are times where I think, is this the healthiest atmosphere for me? Right. Right.
1: But the, here's the other thing I'll say. You could say that about any job. You think a trial lawyer doesn't go, okay, I'm going to work 52 hours a day, blah, blah, blah. And then I won the case. God, that was that took so much out of me. Well, your next case starts in a week. Blah, and then, then there you go again. And so... What job doesn't do it almost, you know? Yeah, it's it, it's so, it's so
0: strange. I think it's good because you watch a show, like, let's go back to Alone. Yeah. Right? That's primarily what humans did
1: yeah. to survive. There Hunters was no. Gatherers. Yeah, yeah, there
0: was no, like, you know what I mean? Where's my TV show? There was yeah. no audience. There was no. Yeah. That's essentially what we are, right? Yeah. We're organisms trying to survive, that's right? It. Right? Be- but in modern age, we've developed these other things. Because we have the shelter and the food and all that shit taken care we've of. We right?
1: fabricated the illusion of society.
0: Right. Yeah. We've. So, what's, what, you're right. So, what is real?
1: Reality. Why are we here? Well, it's, it's all, we, we, I say humans are here just to service humans. We wake up, we give we make money, we give that money to the plumber, the plumber gives that money to the restaurant, the restaurant gives it back to us when they come and see our show, then we give it to the car dealer. Yeah. So we're, it's all just a it's, flip-flop. And that was was interesting about COVID because everything stopped. Yeah. And it made all of us go, why are we here? What what why what are we doing? Yeah. No matter what your job is, like what's the point? And so that's the thing you have to You have to wake up, look at the positive side of everything, and you have to look at what we do is in this world where things can get maybe dark, we spread joy and a little light despite maybe some of our issues that we might have had with our family or this or
0: that. So, Yeah. Yep. I think for me to counter all that, those thoughts that you said about the devil and all that stuff, I think what I do these periodic, is that the right? Yeah. Yeah, spur- periodic spurts of kindness. Good, right? And I I don't know if it's because I'm a kind person. I do it because for some reason I just kind of don't want to go to hell or whatever, right? So I I maybe I don't know what the fear is, but I I, I want to like you know sometimes I like well there's a, I don't want st- to I've never I don't like talking about, it, but one time like recently a homeless guy he had a, a in front of a Seven Eleven he had like a shopping cart yeah. And I just kind of, and there was like a white book, like a notebook that had rubber bands at closing it in. Yeah, it's probably his manifesto yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But um, I slid some money in there, and I just got, you yeah. know. What I mean, I try to do things like that to go, yeah. just to give back or whatever, right? Yeah. But then sometimes a homeless, I'll, I'll be really rude to a homeless person too. So I don't know. You know, hey, you no. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean,
1: it's look, humans are complicated, <laughs> wired. You know, it's like if you ever if you ever take a like a TV or, or a radio, it's smash it on the ground and it's wires and computer boards. And that's what we are. We're so complex. You're, you're allowed to have days where you're antsy. You're allowed to have days when you're generous. It's just part of being human.
0: What? So let me ask you Harlan Williams Harlan Harlan yeah. Williams's opinion about something. Yeah. When you <laughs> when you finally die, what is your honest opinion what you think happens?
1: My honest opinion is that we are organic and we get eaten by worms and grubs and we deteriorate in the mud. But I know I don't have the answers to everything, and I know that the universe and the world is such a big, complex place that it's not beyond the realm of my comprehension that our spirits or our energy or something goes somewhere. Mm. It's too big to know the answer. The world is so perfect but so chaotic at the same time. The fact that there's symbiotic relationships out there in nature, you know, like a a little mite can live on the beak of a hummingbird's, you know, beak, and it uses its its nostril to get its food. Yeah, a, a shark can open its mouth, and a feeder goes in and cleans the teeth and the shark. You know, it, it, it's just <laughs> it's so complex and yeah. everything fits, and it's it's too big of a miracle.
0: Or like there's like in Africa, there's like rhinos and there's certain birds that go on their backs because the rhinos when they stomp insects come right right so they eat the insects right, right? they yeah. use it as and the rhino you know what I mean yeah like oh, yeah. it because you, you know what I mean sit on their back yeah, and yeah, eat yeah the yeah, tip yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: and so the the world everything sort of fits together and feeds each other so so I have to believe that there's got to be just So many answers we don't know. And so my mind is open to the possibility of as kooky as it sounds, and this isn't from a religious point of view, a spirit or something could could go somewhere or an energy. I don't
0: know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But then you think about every time I step on an ant, I don't think of it that way. I just go, it's a dead ant. They don't what, they don't have a spirit too. So it's (laughs) you know what I mean? Like you're just a stupid ant, you huddle around a pile of raspberry (laughs) jelly like a bunch of retards, you know? But it's like so. Yeah, you just you just don't
0: know. You don't know. It's too deep. It's too. It's but too that's why it's exciting because of the mystery of it all. I mean, if you is. if you walk around and you look up at the stars, right? You have, there's 300 billion fucking planets in our yeah. galaxy alone. There's yeah. other galaxies, and you know what I mean. And they're just. It, And even the buildings that we created, you know what I mean? And nature, how that works, the relationship. I mean, there's just so much to it, right? There's no way to comprehend it all. You can't. So you just kind of look at life as a mystery. And I think that's what the whole point is, is to be in awe of it. I'm in awe of it all. Yeah. And I'm in it. I'm alive and I'm, you know what I mean? I'm a part of it in some weird way.
1: That's it. You just have to know you're a part of it and... I remember a buddy of mine once said, I go, how you doing today, buddy? And he says, it's great to be alive. And that's he, all you got to do is you got to be in the pudding and just be ready when the zombies come.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I think we <laughs> yeah. got to a good place. <laughs> Bobby, can you plug anything you got before you, oh, you go? Oh, yeah. shit. What do, you, what do you want to tell dog, the folks? Shit, dog. Well, yeah, I'm on okay. Tiger
0: Belly, Bad Friends are my two podcasts, and um, we'd love to get you on Bad Friends eventually. Here. Oh, I'd love it, yeah. yeah. Um, and Thanks. also, um, I I guess in August, I'm on a show called Reservation Dogs. It's on FX, so check that out. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. second season.
1: But how do they find your uh, podcast and everything? Just on YouTube and stuff and all that?